0: Every day, our world is shifting and changing. New technology, new traditions, new relationships, responsibilities, and challenges. How can you keep up? Welcome to the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast, where transformation specialist Holly Rovinger and her expert guests, along with everyday people, have conversations on how to survive and thrive in this new world that's continually redefining itself. Whether you decide to listen for the motivation, the education, entertainment, engagement, Or inspiration, you'll want to tune in weekly. Here now with all the new rules for your life and your business is your host, Holly Rovinger.
1: Hi, this is Holly, and I want to welcome you back to New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. I am excited as ever to have you here, and as you can tell from the introduction, The purpose of this podcast is to provide information to help you not only survive, but thrive in our rapidly changing world. I always joke that we are morphing into the Jetson era, but more and more, there are developments that are proving that this is becoming more of our new reality. I just look at Apple TV, GPS systems, and the new cars that actually drive for us. Now, for those in my generation, this is really amazing. And the rapidly changing technology, especially on the internet, wow, we no sooner learn one skill than a new one presents itself. And I never thought in my lifetime we would have phone TV where we could actually see the people we are speaking with. Again, reminiscent of the Jetsons. But the new technology, while being positive, definitely has a flip side. And I believe the flip side is that we have drifted and have lost a lot of the general, what I call, etiquette of life. And I think we need to get back to basics. Doing this will help stop the overwhelm, frustration, feelings of, I just can't keep up with it all that a lot of people are feeling. And part of my mission is to help you step into your best life, which means engaging and being present, whether it be in your personal or professional life or both, depending on your situation, because only then do you become empowered and elevate the way you are living. So with that in mind, I choose my guest to interview that will give you tips, tricks, strategies, advice, etc., to help you. They are truly gracious enough to share their stories and information so you can not only learn from them, but become inspired and motivated to be and do your best. I am just thrilled to introduce to you my special t- guest today, Lita Russell. Hey, Lita. Hi, Holly. Lita and I, Lita's a very special guest. Let me just say that right now. Lita and I met, my God, Lita, it must be like four years ago. Uh, We met online, but then we went to an event together and we roomed together, not even really knowing each other offline. And I, I think that's when we really got to know each other and kind of started bonding a little bit. And then from there, we've just kept in touch. And since that time, we've... um got a joint venture going. So Lita, besides being uh, first, she was an acquaintance. Now she's become a friend and she's also a business partner. So she is a very special guest for new rules for your life and your business. And before we jump in, Lita, with your new rule, let me just read for the audience what your bio is. So a woman with passion and purpose Lita is committed to empowering women who want to reach their potential through the power of entrepreneurship. She provides educational and practical tools that will help them define their passion, design their plan, and deliver more profits. She helps shift clients from confusion into clarity in launching and running a business through a creative tool called mind mapping and the power of creating a mission statement and casting a compelling vision. With over 35 years as an entrepreneur, Lita has started and sold several businesses, marketed multiple products, and built teams generating over $100,000 in monthly sales. And after a move to Australia in 2007, Lita began to explore the world of internet and global marketing. As a result, she became a savvy online marketer, an international speaker, and business coach with training products of her own. So I'd like you all to welcome my friend and business partner, Lita Russell. So Lita, you have so much to share. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> but Lita has, like I just mentioned, Lita works with mind mapping, which for those of you who are perhaps baby boomers and in my generation, the, the only thing that I could compare that to is, is when we used to diagram sentences and break them down. I tell that to Lita all the time. I just love mind mapping. So she's going to include that as part of her new rule. So I'm going to just turn this over to Lita and have her share with you what her new rule is for us.
2: Thanks, Holly. First of all, it's really great being on your program and I'm so glad that you've taken this step in creating this podcast. It's just uh, I've gotten a lot of value from it already and I'm sure your listeners do as well. So thank you so much for having me. So actually, I'd like to bring the emergence of two new rules and bring them into one new rule. So the first new rule I'd like to bring to the audience today is the importance of whole brain thinking for planning both personally and professionally. And the tool that I use, like you mentioned, is Do enhance that thinking through mind mapping. Now, the second new rule is the importance of focusing on the meaning and mission of your life. So in a nutshell, the new rule is mind map to discover and enhance your life mission and meaning. And I want to go a little beyond this and explain a little bit about why this is so important. It's first of all, in education, business, society, we, we've sort of been the last 20 years leaning on the side of left brain directed thinking. So I'm, you know, in, in sort of explanation of that, it's sort of the side aligned with the literal, the functional, the analytical, the textual, that's kind of where the information age has been in the last couple, you know, maybe a couple decades. And and it's really what brought about the information and all the technical innovation that has been birthed from that. But the right brain-directed thinking that's associated with the creative, the aesthetic, the contextual, metaphorical characteristics has always been there, but it's really beginning to reshape the way we live our lives and businesses. And what's sort of emerging from that is the aptitude of empathy, artistry, more big-picture thinking. And that's kind of what's inspiring that change that's taking place in business. So the information age has produced such an abundance of products and options that to get noticed in the marketplace today, one has to bring not only the practical solutions, which is what we've been focused on for the last two decades, but also now we have to find ways of standing out because there's so many people out there in the marketplace doing what we're doing. And this has gone all the way through retail, through business. I mean, the businesses that are really thriving in today's economy are the businesses that have been adjusting to this change, this this shift of what's going on. And we have to provide, you know, something beyond just the functional. We have to have that appeal to people that's more compelling, that's more aesthetic, that's more a big picture and is more about the conversation.
1: Well, you know, what I find so interesting about what you're talking about is the fact that our brains are actually changing with what's going on around us, that as society changes and grows, like our brain is growing and it's changing and morphing into the direction of society. It's interesting, you know? Yeah,
2: well, and actually mind mapping is a big part of that, Holly. I mean, I even if I go back and look at when I started mind mapping in the 90s, first of all, you know, as a as a person in their mid forties, when I started this, cause that's, you know, that's kind of where I was when I started mind mapping and was introduced to the mind mapping concepts. And it's really helped me to develop both sides of my brain. So I often find, you know, when I do those tests that I really can't determine which side of my brain I'm really mo- more functioning in because I've really become more of a whole brain thinker because of that. And it's really also produced for me, stimulation to keep my brain active as I've aged. So, you know, I really I really believe that you can keep your brains really actively growing, you know, by doing, you know, this type of exercise, by doing the mind mapping and by using both sides of your brain. So that's that's, I agree wholeheartedly.
1: That's really cool. And the the interesting thing is, and I was gonna write this up or read it on a future podcast, I just read a great article in a magazine about ways To keep your brain alive and functioning and as you get older, just to keep yourself sharp. You know, as you know, I mean, playing bridge is one of the things people say, certain different, you know, card games that force you to focus. But I like the idea that this mind mapping also keeps you focused and really keeps your brain in Cracker Jack shape. Because yeah. the worst thing yeah. is we all walk. I mean, I can't tell you how many women I run into in the supermarket parking lot. They forget where they park their car. And I have to confess it's happened to me more than not. You know, so you really have to force yourself to make your brain work, you know, yes. as you get over because putting your keys down, Um. Yeah. You know, where did I leave those keys? You know, it, it's just very common. Yeah, it is really, you know, and I've
2: read a lot about this too. I mean, it's really interesting, Holly, one of the things that you should do almost on a daily basis, you know, like you, you, for example, have a dog, you walk your dog, but one of the things you can do is just walk your dog a different way every day, you know, so that you're not always taking the same path because what happens is your brain, your synopsis or, you know, the synopsis of your brain cells, they sort of get to the point where they sort of plateau. But if you do something new, you're seeing new sites, you're seeing, you know, you're going a different way. So your brain's having to think differently. And that in and of itself can help keep your brain active. So just doing things like that, going driving a different way to the store, um, you know, just using a different technique than what you normally use in an everyday activity will keep that brain going and again you know my mapping is because my mapping expands the brain when you lean on the left side my mapping helps you to be more creative um, you know it helps with brainstorming it kinda of gives you the bigger picture which you know a lot of people on the left-hand side don't think that way they think more literally by lists and that kind of thing and then the right brain person the person who kinda of leans that direction they have a hard time staying focused, they have a hard time, you know, keep staying organized in their life. So, you know, the mind mapping techniques can help them, uh, you know, with those areas of weakness. So really, it just brings the both, you know, both sides of the brain together for whole brain thinking when you're planning and when you're, you know, when you're, um, and in your personal life too. I mean, I used it when I first started just to make lists, to keep track of where all my kids were at all the different, you know, their activities so that I wouldn't overlap. I always had you know, all, all those things covered. I was, I was just using it very practically in my everyday life before I started using it for business.
1: What is okay. So using it practically, and you did it when your children were younger, and they were active. Can you give the listeners just some practical tips? Like how can they start very simply with mind mapping? Okay, well, my mapping in and of
2: itself, if you're not familiar with it, is really just creating a map out radially from a central thought. So you start with a circle in the middle, which is your, your central thought, whatever it is you're going to be mapping about. So, And you can do things as practical as like what I do f- just for creative ideas is a lot of times I'll just make a map and I'll come up with a word like gratitude. And I'll just create a bunch of branches of the things that I'm grateful for. I've created maps for on both my parents the things I learned from my parents and I would create branches on you know those key values and skills that I learned from my parents so you can do that kind of thing you can create just creative maps that really don't have anything meaning but to you but oftentimes when I've posted them up for other people to look at it's created a lot of conversation so most of the time when you're creating a map even though you think it might be personal to you it also sends a real message and you know ideas out to other people um, one of the things I did as a mom was I would have a branch for each of my kids and I would basically put the key things that they had to accomplish each week so you know if there were sports and there were activities and that way I could kind of see in a big nutshell what my week was gonna look like uh, another thing you can do is schedule so you can create you know a week schedule especially if you do certain things every day you can use a map map for scheduling Um I would plan vacations using mind mapping. So I used it in very practical ways in almost everything I did. It just kept me more organized and gave me sort of the big picture. So what you do is you take that central thought and you create branches. And I suggest using colored markers if you're just using pen and paper. Just uh, suggest using colored markers to make it more fun and interesting. And, um, and just putting branches out for your major thoughts and then try to limit those branches to one to two words. And then, because what that allows you to do is, especially in brainstorming and creative, um, you know, creative planning, is it gives you more open options for creating the child branches from there. So you'll have your central thought, your key branches, and then from there you continue to put words in. So, as an example, if you put a complete thought, a complete sentence on a branch, you've closed that. Idea. Basically, it's you've made it an idea and that's it. But if you just put one word, you can create child branches using many words on those child branches that might have different meanings using that core word.
1: Okay, so let me let's just do an example here. So let's say we're doing a schedule Monday, Monday, you know this is the the central idea is what's my schedule for Monday. So would you do out from that? Okay, these are some of the personal things I have to do, whether it's running to the grocery store or picking up cleaning or going to the post office. And then you would have other branches for let's say, you know, business objectives you wanted to accomplish and then other branches for phone calls and people you had to follow up with. Is that how you would do it?
2: That's one way. One, one of the things that I did early on, because I was really trying to create more balance in my life was I would put the different areas of my, of my life that I wanted to live out on a weekly basis. So, you know, to have balance, I would put fun. And then I would put activities from there, you know, that would be, what's my fun time going to look like that week? Okay. Maybe it was golfing, maybe it was gardening, maybe it was, you know, whatever. And then I put my tasks, which are the things I had to get done okay, so they were the 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 to do list, so to speak, and then I would put my and then I would maybe put children or family, you know what are the family activities that I'm committed to for the week? what are my spiritual activities what are my health activities? so I would actually kind of create a a, a map that utilized the different areas of my life that I wanted to function in on a on a daily and weekly basis so that I made sure that I wasn't over. Overdoing, for example, tasks or overdoing fun or overdoing business. So that helped me to stay more balanced because I would look at my week, you know, and I would have these different areas of my life that I wanted to make sure that I was functioning in every day or at least, you know, every week. And so that's how I did mine. But you can make a map, there's no hard rules for making mind maps. A mind map can be very structured. So it can actually have a schedule, you know, eight o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night and into that day. Or you can just make it like I did where your month, it's sort of a week, big picture of the week, making sure that everything I wanted to get done in a week got done.
1: Yeah, I kind of like that of having maybe branches, you know, with everything you want to accomplish, which is, you know, taking care of yourself, doing fun things, you know, family time. Uh, maybe, you know, religious time and then your business things separate and your personal to do list separate. That That's kind of cool. I like that. You know, I, I think that could be helpful for a lot of people, especially those that are, you know, kind of living helter skelter and yeah. not not organized because sometimes lists get boring. You know, you write the list after list, but actually visualizing it like that. It's I think it's just going to be easier for people to deal with.
2: Yeah. And a mind map, the design of a mind map is really to be more of a big picture plan. So when you look at a map, it's, you know, you've got that core concept. What is it that your purpose is for the map? And then, you know, then you, then you branch out from there. So, you know, for me, especially I was, as I was like juggling so many different hats when I was younger with kids and, you know, I wanted to make sure I had somewhat of a balanced life. So that's how I set my that's how I set my map up for living out my personal life, you know, and then in business, I use it for all types of planning. I use it for, um, you know, I use it for designing the big plan for, you know, like when I work with clients, I, I use it to design the big plan for their business so we start out with their mission and vision then they go to, we go to revenue streams and then we we put in the different things that are going to support those revenue streams and so we actually make a big picture plan as well with business and then i use it for such menial things as putting in you know like creating a map that's going to be the menu of my website or you know my product you know, if I develop products, what, what is that product going to look like? What is that funnel going to look like? So I use it in business all the time too. So, you know, you can, but you can use it. I mean, it's very practical to use in the, in your personal life and in your business life. And it can be used at so many different levels for the big picture plans, as well as the details.
1: Well, I like it too, you know, what you just mentioned, like as the, the strategy, the overall, you know, picture, as you say, like, well, this is what we need to accomplish, because then it gives somebody that bird's eye view right away. Mm-hmm. This is this is your strategy. This is what you've got to, you know, you need to do and you've got to accomplish.
2: Yeah. And that's one of the beauties of a mind map is the visual. That's why I really encourage people to use the colors and one word and really draw, you know, really draw the brainstorming out, really draw the create creative part of your brain out in into a mind map. So, that you're coming up, you know, it can be used for ideas and brainstorming and organizing thoughts. And, you know, so I just tell people, you know, there's really no limit to a map. You can put as many branches on as you want. When we start people with their mission and vision, we put lots of different action words on there so that they can pick out the words eventually that they create into their mission statement. So, I really encourage people to just, you know, have fun with it and just go to the limits, you know, or unlimited really, but, you know, don't, don't put yourself in a box with my map. You have the ability to go out as far as you want. And so, uh, I believe it's, um, I think it's Boeing created a 40 foot map of their, of their business design. So, you know, this this is like a big, long paper map, right? But, it was 40 feet by the time they were done with oh it. So God. you can imagine how, you know, how detailed that map got of their business structure. But they're a company that uses mind mapping as yeah, part of their business. Plan.
1: That's kind so. of wild. So, uh, so just share with the audience why you think, you know, you did talk a little bit about why it's important and why, you know, what the benefits are. But anything else you want to add to why you think people should do this, you know, really besides strengthening their brain and you know the organizational part of it.
2: Well, I, you know, I—I I mean, this whole brain thinking. You know, there's a really good book that that I read called "The Whole New Mind" by Daniel Pink. I don't know if you ever read it, Holly. No, but I love Daniel Pink. So okay, I it's get a that. great book. Yeah, and and so and he talks about this whole concept of abundance, automation. What's going on in the business world, especially today? But what's just going on, period, in our economy? And so, you know, when, when, um, when I look at mind mapping and what you can do with mind mapping, I mean, it's it, the planning phase, but using your whole brain, I think is really that, I mean, the, the rule that I'm really wanting to emphasize is mind mapping is just a tool and it's a great tool to do it, but really functioning with your whole brain is what I really want people to understand is important in today's world because they're, because jobs are going overseas. There's so much abundance in our life that, you know, people are, people are not, looking at just getting stuff anymore they want meaning and so they want to connect authentically with companies with people they want to make a difference they're looking for companies and communities that align with their values and purpose and so you know you you've got to begin thinking different in your business and in your life and the people who are starting businesses they desire to do things that they love and are passionate about too I mean most of my clients the you know my whole uh, emphasis is on helping people transition into doing a business that they love you know maybe people have worked in a job and, it, and it's been secure and it's been okay but it's not really doing what they love so I think a lot of people just like me who you know came along in their 40s and 50s and wanted to transition into doing something else in their life are looking to find something that really has meaning and they want to connect with people who are you know good a good fit for that so their clients and their consumers you know need to align with their values and purpose so i think that's you know the whole brain thinking really comes into the fact that we're moving from this knowledge worker base and this information age into a more conceptual age that requires more leaning on the right brain side more creative more aesthetic um, more flexibility, more adaptation. You know, companies now are looking for, for uh, sk- not just skilled workers, but workers that can adapt to different positions in a company, are more innovative, more empathetic. So I think that's really important. Plus, I think as I see what's happening as I coach and speak is a desire for more t- authenticity and transparency in relationships so those businesses and entrepreneurs who demonstrate that in their business-to-business and business-to-client relationships are going to be the ones who succeed most in this emerging emerging age of, of business.
1: Yeah, like I think it kind of goes along with everything that's happening in the world is that, you know, everybody was in this materialistic phase for a very long time. You know, got to have the best this, got to have the best that, got to have the biggest house and, you know. Everything was more of a thing based. And I agree with you that now it's really on relationship building and really finding what's important to your life. So what follows from that is what you said, that you're going to relate to people in business and want people that you work with to be authentic and honest and not the latest, you know, snake oil salesman out there. You're going to want the real deal because that's, I think, what we're evolving to. I mean, you look at the economy when it crashed, it's because it was, hey, we all want things. You know, I was a victim of that, too. And now my whole um, mission and vision for my life is totally different than it was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's definitely more, you know, priorities on the real thing. You know, and and not on material things. So I, I couldn't agree more with what you said. I love what you just shared.
2: Yeah. So people, you know, people are seeking to find their, that gift, their purpose, you know, their divine purpose, because I really believe people need to understand that they were designed for a purpose and, you know, and, and then aligning that with a, you know, really clear mission and vision of how they want to move their business forward. And my mapping is a great tool to use and, you know, in creating, and I have like sort of a formula or exercise that I use with people to actually help them get really clear on what their gifts are, what their areas of expertise are, what's natural to them, uh, what they've developed through education and experience, what their dreams are, sort of helping them manifest that dream into, you know, something that really gets them fired up and they're passionate about. And, you know, and when they do that, they're attractive to the people who have that same values, you know, and they, they really understand who they are and they're really transparent. And that's, and my mapping is the tool, but I think that's really the key to the key. I think the real clear new rule is the importance of having that meaning and, and then being able to share that message in a way that brings you into alignment and attraction with people who are you know, who have those same values. And that's what people are looking at today. They're not looking at just stuff. They're looking at having authentic, you know, and common relationships with, you know, in areas, you know, whether it's around a cause, whether it's around a business, whether, you know, but they just, they're interested in building relationships. And, you know, and I found even in my, in what, you know, now that I've started speaking a little more and, you know, and I'm, and I'm connecting with people. What I find is people no, one, no longer just want the experience either. They don't want just the, the, what they call edutainment, which is sort of the, the last decade has kind of been the focus even of people speaking. They want authentic relationships.
1: Oh yeah. They want to, they want to get in with you. They want to be in a relationship with their mentors, not just let me plug and play and, and, you know, listen to the next audio or the latest video. It's actually, you know, getting down and dirty in the dirt and really working, working with people. Yeah. And I think
2: that's really critical, Holly, because what I'm seeing is there's such an abundance of like, especially in the business, in the online world of the information online you have such an abundance of information and people can tap into digital training anytime. I mean, even educate in the educational field, almost all, all universities now have, you, you know, like digital training and digital education. So people can tap into that anywhere. So now what I think is like happening is people are missing the, the
1: personal touch. Exactly. Yeah. They want to get back to hand holding and seeing their mentor in front of them. And really, just like I said, getting down and dirty together. Like, let's work together. Let's roll up our sleeves and dig in. So, look, it's like anything else. History repeats itself. Things come around full circle. And, you know, because of the tumultuous times that we've, you know, we've been through as a country, I think, you know, people want basics. They want to get back to basics. There's just too much going on around us. And we do have to sift through all that noise and really find, you know, what can we relate to? Who can we relate to? And yeah. you're right. If people are authentic and they're honest, that's the person that they want to work with. You know, they don't want the flash and the sizzle. They want the real deal. Yeah. And I think
2: when people are really aligned with that themselves, Holly, they really, when they understand and they really under, they really align their divine purpose with their passion and their mission that's when they also reach their full potential. So there's a lot more satisfaction and fulfillment in these kinds of, you know, businesses and careers that people go into that's really aligned with that. So that it, it isn't just about the relationship with your client, it's about your relationship with yourself as well and your creator, you know. So when you kind of have all of that aligned, I'm just finding that for even for myself and the people I work with, they can do so much more. In their lives when they and reach so much more potential in their business and lives when that is all aligned. And so I think it's just really critical.
1: Yeah. And I know you talk about alignment and I know too, when you coach, you talk a lot about clarity, which I think, you know, that's huge, huge today. What do you want to accomplish? And what is your clear mission? What do you you know, like you say, your divine purpose, you know, whatever you want to call it, what do you want to do for the rest of your life and what's going to make you happy
2: yeah doing something you really love because when you love what you're doing it doesn't it's it it isn't really work it's part of your everyday life
1: right you know, and you look it, forward to it it's part of who it.
2: you are you you look forward to and you become a very attractive person to other people as well so and you're just going to get so much more accomplished in your life because it isn't going to feel like work you're not you know you're not going to you're not going to be fatigued or you know, I mean, there's because there's kind of a renewal, there's kind of a joy and something that that an energy in what you do on a daily basis that feeds you and feeds other people as well.
1: right. So. and I'm all about reinvention, and I think that people, you know what if they were really honest and they weren't you know honest with themselves and saying, "Hey, I'm not thrilled with what I've been doing and understand it is okay to reinvent yourself and mm-hmm. move into another stage that something that you will really enjoy. And leave your legacy that way.
2: Yeah. When I filled out your questionnaire, that was one of the questions you asked was, you know, how many times have you reinvented yourself? And I think like, especially for women, because women wear so many different hats throughout their life and they have so many different what I call seasons in their life. You know, there's a season where they're single, there's a season when they're married, and maybe if, you know, a mother and you know, and then there's a, the empty nest season and there's a season when they're in a career and, you know, and then they may choose to move into, you know, doing something that is more meaningful as they begin to transition into retirement. I mean, there's so many different seasons. So I think you're constantly reinventing yourself. And and I think that's part of the fun and enjoy and the joy in life is always having something to look forward to, not getting stuck in sort of a box or a rut. But always allowing yourself to be open to new ideas and, you know, and more meaning and more potential in your life so that you can really live out your life to its full,
1: you know, your best life. Yeah, no, I do. I love that. Okay, so let's hop into, Lita, what you wrote down as your favorite quote. Favorite Quote.
2: Okay, well, one of, I mentioned three books that were really meaningful to me by Dr. Miles Monroe. They're all about potential. And one of his quotes is, discovery of purpose is discovery of potential. And since I'm so focused on, you know, your mission and your vision, and that's kind of what I do with people to get them started in their business and also in their personal life, um, this is just a favorite quote of mine. So again, the discovery of purpose is discovery of potential by Dr. Miles Monroe is my favorite quote.
1: I like that. And it's, it's sometimes you have to dig really deep to find out. Yeah. you know what is that? What is that purpose? Purpose. For you? Yeah. I know. You know that can be a lifelong. That can be a
2: lifelong uh, quest is to find your real purpose. And I think that's one of the things that people get stuck on sometimes. But when you actually are living in that, you really understand and really begin to see yourself blossom, and you know so
1: you're right. Well, that's when you can take off. Once you get, once you get clear on that, then there's no stopping you. It's just, you know, getting clear on it and then moving forward, you know, in the right direction and not being afraid to take, take the action. And, you know, I had this conversation today, everybody's going to fail, but for every step back, you're going to take 10 steps forward. So that's okay.
2: Sure. I mean, you know, that's part of life. And if you're not failing, you're not moving forward, really. Um, You know, there's that little forward but it's like you know if you're if you're not taking risks you know then you're not really moving yourself forward and and that's what life is about you know and so there's going to be failures along with the victories and the you know the uh, and overcoming challenges and all of those things are part of building our character and building our potential so don't be afraid to fail
1: Right, exactly. I think I think that's powerful, powerful speech right there. So Lita, thank you so much for joining us today on New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. I will be listing all your contact information under the podcast so um, the listeners can connect with you. And I encourage everybody to do so to hop over to Lita, you want them? Lita dot com? Yeah, that's fine.
2: Or Mind Mapping for Business is a way that they can access a free webinar on getting started with mind mapping if that's interesting to them. So mindmappingforbusiness.com.
1: Ah, perfect. Well, thank you again. And thank you to all my listeners for being here today. I honor you for being here and I will be signing off, but I want you to always have a positive mindset so you can live healthier and wealthier and happier with passion And before we go, Lita is expanding her mind with mind mapping and working her purpose and her passion. And the question I have for all those listening, are you?
0: Today's show has been sponsored by The Empress Cloth on Amazon, TheEmpressCloth.com. Check it out. Save time, save money, save the environment. A much healthier way to clean for you, your family, your loved ones, and your pets. Thanks for listening to the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast. If you're listening and you want to grab contact details for today's guest, information on resources mentioned, or any other show notes, head over to hollyrovinger.com for complete details. That's www.h-o-l-l-i-r-o-v-e-n-g-e-r.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So leave us a comment on the website or an honest review on iTunes. And to get regular tips to help you in today's rapidly changing world, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the new rules for your life and your business.